Welcome to the AI Ireland podcast. In today's podcast, we're speaking about how the energy sector is utilizing AI technology as an enabler to providing value-added services to its customers and society. In this podcast, we're delighted to have Lane Robinson, Analytics Manager at ESB, and Kieran McCurry, National Technology Manager from Microsoft, who will be discussing this in more detail. Kieran and Elaine, great to have you on the show today. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. So, action-packed session today. Elaine, you're the analytics manager at ESB. What does your role encompass? Um, Mark, so I'm responsible for data analytics right across ESB. So that would include generation, trading, distribution of electricity and supply. Uh, So I manage a team of data analysts, data scientists and data engineers. So we work really closely with the business, helping them to solve business challenges and make better data informed decisions. And Elaine, there's a lot of change happening in the energy sector at the moment. Could you share with us some details about the smart projects that the ESB are rolling out? Yeah, so ESB Networks is currently replacing 2.4 million electricity meters right across the country with smart meters. So uh, this is delivering benefits to our customers, uh, to the broader economy and to the environment. Uh, It's a really important part of Ireland's National Climate Action Plan and supports uh, the transition to a low carbon electricity network. So it's, it's a really huge project for ESB networks. So this is a very large undertaking. Uh, tell us about the rollout of smart meters and what does actually this involve? Okay, so the, the smart meters are being installed by ESB network technicians and by uh, deployment contractors working on its behalf. Uh, so currently there are a quarter of a million smart meters installed right across the country. So for a program of this scale and complexity for ESB networks, safety is absolutely paramount. So ESB networks has developed an end-to-end process that includes the upload of a set of pre and post installation photographs along with information from the installer to ensure that the new smart meters are safely and correctly installed. So these photographs taken during the meter upgrade process are absolutely critical to validate the safe and correct installation and also to help address any customer queries that might arise in relation to the meter exchange. So as you can imagine, Mark, we have millions of these photographs to review to ensure that the meters are installed correctly and safely, and also ensure that we have correctly captured the actual meter readings themselves. So Elaine, with the large undertaking, I'm guessing it would not have been feasible to do this work manually, but to use technology as an enabler. And and could you tell us a little bit about that? You're absolutely correct, Mark. So the ESB analytics team worked in partnership with ESB networks to look at how technology could help us automate this process, but most importantly, still ensure that we were meeting our strict requirements around health and safety. So when you actually talk about technology 
an, an enabler. Tell us a little bit more about AI as the enabler and how it actually helped with the rollout and success of smart metering. Yeah, so, so we have designed and delivered an AI solution uh, based on serverless technologies and PaaS components on the Microsoft Azure cloud platform to meet these requirements. Um, the solution uses classification and object detection models built using Microsoft's Custom Vision AI. So the solution has been built entirely on Azure, uses Azure DevOps and uses serverless and PaaS components and you know, in line with ESB's cloud adoption strategy. So how it works is the AI solution automatically classifies images into legacy or smart meter, and is able to identify meter readings from the photographs. So essentially we're using computer vision to identify any anomalies for review. The solution is driving ongoing quality improvement process and also ensuring safe and high quality meter installations to our customers. The AI solution is also used extensively as part of our contractor management process to assure ESB networks uh, of the safety and quality of the contractor's site work. In addition to this, the AI solution is now also classifying existing ESB network assets at the meter location. And this is enabling ESB networks to plan more strategically its asset replacement program into the future. That sounds fantastic, really, really interesting. Tell us about some of the challenges to implementing these projects, because I'm guessing they're not necessarily straightforward. Yeah, well, a key challenge at the start of the project it was actually access to training data for the model. So we needed good training data of the new smart meters in realistic situations, but the rollout had not yet begun. So to address that, the delivery team used sample sets of images from a dedicated test lab and training facility. So now, you know, the analytics team can retrain and refine the model, you know, because now we're receiving actual photographs from field engineers and this is allowing us to increase the accuracy and uh, confidence in the AI model. That's brilliant. Elaine, for people listening in, could you share some of the benefits to the end user once the smart meters are rolled out? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, smart meters are the next generation of, of digital electricity meters. And, you know, as I said at the very beginning, they're bringing benefits to, to our customers, to the environment and to the economy. Um, and I, I think smart meters will really help to facilitate the development of Ireland's growing renewable generation of smart grids and the electrification of transport and heat. For our customers, you know, smart meters will provide them with much greater access to accurate information on their energy usage. It will give our customers much greater control over their energy consumption. So in trials, we've seen consumers reducing consumption by up to 3% and at peak demand, it's, it's up to 8%. Um, it also enables remote reading of the smart metering. So that uh, means much more accurate billing, significantly reduced the need for manual meter reads and estimated bills. So I think we can we can all associate um, some of the challenges, you know, with with estimated bills. It also, you know, allows the electricity supply companies to offer new smart products and services 
giving much more choice uh, to customers and allowing customers maybe to move their consumption to different times of the day or different days of the week when electricity is cheaper. It's it's really nice to see the benefits here and and everyone in the island or Ireland can relate to the choice and having that benefit and also to stop the fluctuations and be part of the solution as well, which is really, really helpful. A million dollar question here for you, but where do you see the, the future of the smart grid? Well, it's it's all about data, isn't it? Um, so, I mean, this is fundamentally what the smart grid and, and smart meters are all about. It's it's really supplying us with the data that that's the lifeblood of the future digital utility. You know, so this data will allow us to align our supply and demand. It allows us to do things like condition-based maintenance. So for ESB networks, this data really enables much deeper analysis of the network to allow us to look at, you know, network planning into the future, system diagnostics. Smart grids are much more efficient, less capital intensive. You know, we can do things like predictive maintenance, uh, look at our asset health. Um, so with these tools, we'll be able to much better manage intricate energy balance of, of renewable and conventional energy sources, trading options and patterns in demand. And as I've said before, it really gives the capability for us to provide much more accurate information to customers. And then on a, on a tailored basis, new products can be developed, products such as demand and response programs, which can award discounts and rebates to customers if they shift their energy usage, for example. So all of these things, both from a, from a grid perspective and for our customers, are all enabled by, by by the you know the data that we're get, that we're getting from from our customers and from the network. Thanks, Elaine. There's loads of loads of benefits there, and you know the future. If people have incentives, then they're usually going to work towards those incentives, which is which is really good common sense as well. Kieran, I'm going to ask you to get your opinion on a few items as well. It's a great example that everyone in Ireland can relate to and see the benefits of utilising technology to provide a positive impact to society. What are your thoughts on that? Thanks, Mark. And, and thanks, Elaine, for that overview of the work that you've been doing with, with ESB. And Mark, as you introduced at the beginning, I'm the, the National Technology Officer for Microsoft in Ireland. So it's it's great to see our technology and our platform used so successfully for something that's just going to transform the way that a business operates. And that's really what the use of, of AI and, and machine learning is very much about these days, Elaine has described a rollout using technology, doing something that otherwise would have been effectively impossible to do manually, either because it's it's a very time-consuming process or it's very labor-intensive or propensity for, for humans in the loop to introduce errors is significant. And this is the kind of technology that has really advanced recently. It's come on a lot over the last number of years. And specifically, if I focus on the first part of what Elaine described in terms of the image recognition piece, image recognition technology reached human parity level several years ago back in 2016 but it was actually last year in 2020 we on the computer vision services side of, of Microsoft Azure were able to demonstrate that technology actually surpassing human performance in terms of image recognition so we're on the cusp and just on the coming out of the starting blocks really of this kind of technology really transforming lots of, of different types of experiences and developments and the way that businesses operate today. Kieran, it's it's such an exciting time in the energy sector 
and you know Elaine gave a really comprehensive overview about some of the great work that's actually happening there as well. Can you think you know this use case is this just a one-off? Are there other areas where AI can be easily used that come to mind? Yeah, absolutely. It's not just in energy. It's it's really about the value here being being exposed through ease of use of the technology. It's about any business really being able to consume and use these. AI and machine learning services directly from the Azure cloud. Effectively, you're just making essentially an API call, really. And in Microsoft, we very often talk about um, the democratization of AI capability across industries and use cases. So it's it's much broader, obviously, than just the, the, the energy space. But what Elaine has described is a great example of how it can be so easily and so quickly deployed in that environment. Um, and similarly, you know, the use case that Elaine described was about image recognition, but there are other elements to, to AI and machine learning beyond image recognition. There's chatbot technology recently here in Ireland, the beginning of the pandemic, for example, last year, saw the HSE very quickly develop a, a health bot, a chatbot to help inform the public with respect to COVID and help triage symptoms and direct people to the right types of services. And, you know, some time ago, it would have taken a long time to develop those types of solutions. And yet today, by the ease of access to this kind of technology, that chatbot, for example, was developed in, in days, not, you know, what you might have seen experienced years ago, where it may have taken months to develop. So the, the key point here, the big takeaway is this kind of technology and the ease of access to this kind of technology, it just, it pushes forward agility, it drives a speed of development of new types of services and new offerings. Historically, has taken months or years, now taking days and weeks, and this is really how digital transformations and, and artificial intelligence are completely pushing businesses in new directions and improving their efficiencies and, and effectiveness on their reach, basically. Kieran, it's a great, great enabling technology for the reasons you've outlined, but are there any considerations that need to be borne in mind? Yeah, it, it, these it is great to see these kinds of developments, but um, but you're right. Um, it's important that we um, think about how we use transformative technologies like these uh, appropriately, and especially when there are certain types of concerns we need to be cognizant of. Um, for example, when using personal information, or where there is some kind of of health or or safety implication and. It was interesting, Elaine touched on that, uh, of course, in the beginning, you know, when you're installing electrical equipment, you want to make sure that it has been installed correctly. So that's a really important part of the story to bring out um, this, this notion of safety and reliability. So you need a kind of framework really for the use of this kind of technology. And in Microsoft, we set out some very clear principles for the responsible use of, of AI technology some time ago, a few years ago, in fact, and that was based around fairness, accountability, transparency, inclusivity, the two we've mentioned, safety and reliability, but also privacy and security. And, and in fact, the way that we operated within Microsoft, when we're either developing up the core platform capabilities for these kinds of solutions that Elaine and ESB has, has described, um, or we're, we're partnering with organizations to develop these solutions directly. Um, we're very focused on the responsible use of AI. We, in fact, we have a dedicated 
Office of Responsible AI within Microsoft. We've got a committee called the Ether Committee, which is focused on AI ethics and engineering and in research. And, and, and last year we launched a thing called the RAISE initiative, which is the Responsible AI Strategy in Engineering Initiative, so that we make sure we build our products um, appropriately such that can be used in a fashion that you know whereby we adhere to those principles we set out earlier. So we we've been vocalizing this need for responsible AI usage for some time. And it's great to see the, the European Union um, announced its draft um, EU regulation for the use of, of artificial intelligence. And it's really beginning to tackle these issues head on, setting out a, a clear framework in terms of legislation and proposals for, for how these AI technologies are, are, are used safely and used appropriately to make sure that there's no impact or infringing on, on, on human rights. So I think there's, I won't go into the detail of it, but there's a lot in this draft regulation that really sets out some solid ground rules for the use of new services, new solutions, new business operations that are going to rely on, on, on AI technology. So that's, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see that. It's great to see this kind of advancement being made. And I think it's important very often you can look at, at these kinds of regulatory frameworks and you can think of them almost as as, as restrictions or obstacles, but I think it's, it's, it's much more effective and productive to look at them very much as enablers where they're really setting out very clear and crisp guidance for how businesses and organizations can develop these value-added services exactly like ESB has done. And of course, we'll continue to do with the use of AI in terms of you know information gathered from smart meters and optimizing the, as Elena said, you know the usage of the grid and consumption of electricity, for example. So I, I think you know when you look at this regulatory advance, it's it's very much there to serve, to encourage more innovation and more novel service development that, that are safe and effective. Um, across a whole range of, of businesses and, and industries. It's really ensuring, reassuring rather, that the EU have put such a strong focus on this and being clear from the get-go that they want to have a foundation of trust and that from that we can know going forward that different things are taken into consideration to make sure that this technology is used correctly and through open forums and feedback, uh, this has been allowed to happen, which is very, very positive uh, to see when you when you look at that in, in general. You've been listening to the AI Ireland podcast, and we've been speaking with Elaine Robinson, Analytics Manager at ESB, and Kieran McCorry, National Technology Manager at Microsoft. In the podcast, Elaine has shared how the ESB have utilised AI in Azure and its enablers to provide new value-added services to customers. Also, thanks to Kieran for sharing additional case studies of AI and the importance of trust and how these technologies are used. I'd like to thank Elaine and Kieran for your time today. Not at all. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark.